0: So Triumph of the Spirit is basically a VR tour in Auschwitz-Birkenau mm-hmm. concentration camp, which you put the the VR headsets on your head. In a minute, you're in Krakow. You start in Krakow. You see the places. You hear the stories about the Jewish people that lived um, over there. And then uh, we go into Birkenau and then Auschwitz-1. And we finish in Jerusalem.
1: How, how long is the whole tour?
0: It's 50 minutes.
1: 50 minutes. Now, when you put this virtual reality on your, your eyes, you move your head with it?
0: Yeah, definitely. You move your head. You can look all over, left, right, up, and down. Uh, there's a scene where we put the camera inside the bunk, mm-hmm. which uh, it has an amazing effect. Uh, because then the, the the viewer can really feel how people felt when they're inside the bunk, um, how small it was, and it's 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 very strong.
1: Is it presented, or uh, is it uh, guided by somebody?
0: Yes, yes. There's a guide. His name is Israel Goldwasser. Mm-hmm. He's an historian. He's a third generation from both sides, which means his. Two grandmas and his two grandpas were um, Holocaust survivors. He grew up with Holocaust survivors, and most of the stories our viewers are hearing during the tour these are stories that he actually heard from the survivors.
1: Why do you call it Triumph of the Spirit?
0: We called it Triumph of the Spirit because that's what we wanted uh, to talk about. We wanted to talk about people that were in these terrible places and terrible moments in their lives and they managed to stay strong and to want to live and and you know to to to, to let their spirit uh, alive and, and, and don't let the Nazis shut their spirit. And also I think that when we did this project our one liner was to give power and strength and hope to our viewers and not to take their strengths because a lot of time when you see Holocaust uh, movies or you read Holocaust books or you hear Holocaust stories, they're so terrible that you feel like someone took you in and and uh, you don't have any, any any strength and any hope. But we wanted to take this story of the history to learn from history. How can we be better and how can we make this world a better place?
1: So it's not an immersion uh, experience it's not like you you've back in time you you're watching it in, in today's world right
0: right, yeah, you're watching it in today's world.
1: so tell me a little bit about the filming and some of the obstacles you had
0: so basically um, uh, 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 we are uh, religious three religious women
1: mm-hmm.
0: I have two other partners, Hani Kopovich and Uuti Naman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know but in, in Israel most of the students go to Poland. Right. But in the Ultra Orthodox community they don't go. And I lived in a in a, a like small village with a lot of people and, and most of the students went to Poland. And when they came back with this powerful experience they had, I felt like I've missed something, you know? Right. And I sort of promised myself that one day I will go. And I didn't know that <laughs> I will go and I will take with me thousands of people. Um, and then, you know, I, I got married and, and I had babies one after the other, thank God. And I opened a studio with my partners to produce movies and we did a lot of movies and I didn't really have the time to take a suitcase and go to Poland. But as movie creators, we always ask ourselves how or what's the right tool to bring this super powerful experience to so many people who cannot go. And then four years ago, we bumped into in this technology, in the VR technology, and we said, okay, it's time. Let's do this. And then we tried um, to to search and to learn of this technology, and we understood that it's, it's, it's complicated, and it's not like just doing a movie. So we started to contact people all over the world, and they all um, – Said that we're we're not doing the right thing, and people are not going to be able to sit uh, 50 minutes and like do a game out of Auschwitz or stuff like this.
1: Wow!
0: And when yeah, when we started to hear these uh, gaming uh, ideas, we understood that no one gets our vision, and that we'll have to do it alone. So we bought a camera and we started to test this technology for almost a year. We built the concept. There's no reference to what we did. Wow. Um, and then we contacted uh, Rabbi Israel Goldwasser, and uh, we decided to go to Poland. But then it was COVID, and we discovered that Auschwitz-Birkenau was closed. So um, 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 what, what happened was is that we tried to get help through Yad Vashem and through Gindalach Kiddush Hashem. Which is another museum in Israel, and uh, through uh, also the Embassy of Poland over here. And they all said the same thing no, no, no. Uh, Schmitz Birkenau, they're bureaucratic, they're Polish, they're not going to open it for you. Steven Spielberg didn't get permission when he did Schindler's List. Who are you, you know?
1: Right. So what happened?
0: So what happened? So I decided, as a believing person, to start praying. And I said, God, help me. I want to do something big, and and he helped. I got I I get this phone number that leads me to another one and another one until uh, almost two weeks, and then I get the number of the director over there in Auschwitz Birkenau, a Polish woman. She speaks pre- French and Polish, and I'm Canadian, so I speak French. All right. And I speak to her. She loves me. She loves the project. And then she says, I'm sorry, no permission to film with this technology in Auschwitz-Berkenau. No. Hmm. So I said, listen, you are the last key to my big dream, and you must help me. So she said, you know what? Send me a brief. I sent her a brief, and two days later, she called me. She says, look, I was really touched by what you sent. I arranged a meeting with all the board of the museum. Um, I'm going now in the meeting. I'll call you back when I'm out said, okay, called my father. I told him, Abba, I'm stressed. They're having a meeting. Tell me what to do. So he said, first of all, relax. And second of all, he said, light candles. Hmm. So I sat in our small studio with my two other friends, and we lit candles. And <sighs> i started to cry. And then I found myself asking all these souls that were perished over there to to help me because I really felt that I needed a miracle, you know? And then uh, four hours later, she calls me and she says, "Uh, I just got out of the meeting. I fought for you. You can come Monday morning. The museum will be open only for you for three days.
1: My goodness.
0: You know, I always say I have six million that are pushing me in this project. In this uh, small studio with the candles and the praying and the crying, I really felt that whenever and then, don't ask how, but in, in a world without life, during the COVID, when Europe is closed, we managed to get there. Five o'clock in the morning, there's a guide with a big keychain. We open the dinner, we go inside, and he shuts the be thing behind us. And we found ourselves three mothers to thank God, 23 children together Wow. in this terrible, terrible, terrible place alone, you know, it, it was, it was, it was crashing. It was, it was so hard, but I really think that what gave us power to continue and, and, and to shoot the film is is the fact that we wanted to tell the story from, from a place that, that gives hope and power and, and... And that's it. So so, so tell me a little
1: bit about the filming. You were able to film 360 degrees of an empty Auschwitz camp? Yes. Sterile.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. This is probably the only footage like this. Right. And we also have drone uh, footages. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amazing drone footages of the place, empty. It's, yeah, it's... I don't know. I don't know if it's something like that that, that we can say because COVID did a lot of terrible stuff. But I think that for me, I mean, for us, the COVID was the only way for us to do this amazing project.
1: Mm-hmm. And I understand that now it's coming out in English. Yeah, it's
0: a, it's in English already.
1: Mm-hmm. So how does somebody uh, see experience this?
0: So first of all. Um, are triumph of the spirit you can just google us very easily um there's two possibilities first of all if you're a group a class uh uh, whatever group you are we can come to you with a headset and if uh you want to come to us so you can come to mamila where super farm is you go down the stairs and there we are triumph of the spirit you can buy a ticket and watch the tour
1: Amazing. Well, Miriam Combe, thank you so much for sharing that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for calling and for letting us spread the word.